Hi. Hello. It's me again. So um, yesterday we discussed prayers, and then we said that um, um, prayers can change destinies, and then they can even change decrees made in heaven. And we learned that we should um, pray for our friends who we see that are perishing. Okay, so today I want us to um, learn more about why we should pray for them the, and give them, um, throw more light on the reasons prayer should be made for them. So um, I take this um, reason from the book of First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. It says that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are headed for destruction. But to you who are saved, you know it's a kind of power. Okay, so um, the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. It's so because um, the enemy has marked them for death. Okay, so they are headed for destruction. Now, your consistent prayer for that friend or relative that we discussed yesterday will first of all break that antichrist power that makes your friend see the gospel as foolish. You see, um, that power that will drive the fellow into destruction. And because they are blinded, they can't see where they're headed towards. Now, in the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 9, Simon the sorcerer bewitched the people of Samaria. Now, what this power of sorcery does is that it casts a spell on its victim so that a victim withstands truth givers. This spirit always seeks to turn people away from the faith. And it was this same spirit that was at work in Bar Jesus in Acts chapter 13 verse 6. You would also notice that even in the church room, eh, when the pastor is preaching, the victim would pull out his phone to respond to messages or probably take pictures. Just when the pastor is about revealing a mystery concerning Jesus, the victim's attention would be drawn away. But at the end of the day, he or she would say, oh, church service was really great. Now, as he consistently prayed for that friend, that spell would be broken. You would also remember that it was after Ananias had prayed for Paul that his skills fell off his eyes. This enabled Paul to see the way clearly. You know, the way was the term used to describe um, the new religion that Jesus had left behind. Okay, so the way that he had been persecuted, when the skills fell off from his eyes, he was able to see it clearly. Also, in the case of Elijah, it was after fire came down to destroy the spell of Jezebel's bowels, the people shouted, confessing that the Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. So there is a need for prayers because prayers are able to break the spell, cast the skills off their eyes, and then now they see clearly. So it's not enough to just do a one-day prayer or a two-day prayer. It's a consistent thing, okay? So um, your consistent prayer for the relative or even your family especially when you can see you are the only one who is saved, will release them first from this bondage and propel them into the truth. After some time, they would want to know more about Jesus. Now pray for them and the skills will fall off their eyes. This is the same power at work in, in some false, in, like, I mean in false prophets, but that subject will be discussed on another day. Victims of this spirit get distracted anytime Jesus' truth is being exposed. But get excited at other messages. Now let me hammer on the point that there's a message of Jesus which is about the kingdom of God. If you really want to know more about the civilization of God's government, read all the parables. They will give you an idea 
how God rules his kingdom and what you are expected to do as a servant to maintain your position and existence there. Now, apart from the kingdom message, there are other messages that certain spiritual leaders are propagating which have got nothing to do with the kingdom of God. Victims of this antichrist spirit will be discouraged when Jesus' secrets are revealed and will rejoice about empty messages which don't preach the good news about Jesus Christ. In Titus chapter 3 verse 8, Paul said that Christian teachings must be based on Christ saving us because, because of his own mercy and not because of any works that we have done. Um, about Jesus saving us, one, he washing away our sins and giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus' also specific message to the disciples was that they should go and declare the kingdom of God at hand. So, everyone should repent. That was what Jesus said. Now, the question is, how do you repent or what is repentance? Now, we go back to Paul's message. Paul said that we can, be, uh, we can repent by accepting this new life that Jesus has given us through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dictates a new person for us. Our old forms vanish and we live a new life. What people would have expected from us pertaining to a particular situation, we surprise them by acting so differently, so unlike us. Because a new being, or let's say a, a new spirit has taken over our beings and we are under a new government. That is what being born again is about. It's not remaining in your quarrelsome, loud, impatient, intolerant, no-nonsense state. Just when they were expecting you to shout back or even give a sound slap, you turned and walked away quietly because a new government has taken over. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is operational within you. It's no longer you that liveth but Christ. The king of all kings has become a master and lord over your life. Your will no longer exists but Jesus' will and his yoke and burdens you carry because they are light. You are learning from this humble king who chose to ride on a donkey into Jerusalem, the king who did not consider a fleet of chariots. In today's world, a convoy of Bentleys preceded by noisy motorcades, probably. No, but this humble king rode on a colt. The king put aside his crown, robes, and assumed a different form to take our place so that we don't get punished for our wrongs. A whole king who could not, a whole king could have, I mean, a, a whole king who could have asked for his legions of servants, that's an angels, to deliver him from the Jews, but did not. But rather chose to take our punishment from, from, for us so that we can walk away freely. That is a king of sacrifice. And this is us also to sacrifice for our loved ones. Now, this is the message that the Antichrist victim has been bewitched to see as foolish. This is the message that the Antichrist victim, because of the skills in his eyes or her eyes, can see the wisdom in but foolishness. Your consistent prayer will break the power of this spell. And even if it takes 90 years, God will save your loved one before he or she leaves this earth. Don't look at him for encouragement. Look at Jesus who is faithful to answer and deliver from eternal death. In Jesus' name.